This is 5 in 10 from Skywatch TV for Tuesday, September 26th, 2023. I'm Derek Gilbert. Remember, we're back on YouTube. If you're watching on YouTube, thank you. You'll find us at 5 in 10. Subscribe, share, and then I'll tell you how to guarantee we never get canceled again before the end of this program. Topic number five today, tanks for Ukraine. Ukraine's President Volodymyr Zelensky has confirmed reception of the first delivery of U.S. Abrams battle tanks. President Biden last week admitted clear they would finally arrive after uh, meeting with Zelensky at the White House. A group of Ukrainian tank operators and their support crew reportedly wrapped up their training in late August and it's believed that 10 of the 31 Abrams were delivered on Saturday. But Kirillo Budinov, who's the head of Ukraine's military intelligence, has warned that the Abrams will have to be deployed in a very tailored way for very specific, well-crafted operations or risk being destroyed. Armor on the battlefield is not as impervious as it was during, say, World War II, uh, thanks to things like, well, anti-tank missiles and so forth. So uh, this leads to another aspect of the story that we need to confront. As we've been telling you here for months now, things are not going as well for Ukraine in the war against Russia as uh, war planners in the West had hoped. <clears throat> Award-winning investigative journalist Seymour Hersh, who won a Pulitzer for his disclosure of the My Lai massacre in Vietnam, in his latest article was very blunt, quoting from the article, the reality is that Vladimir Zelensky's battered army no longer has any chance of victory, end quote. Hirsch has been citing sources in the intelligence community for months who've been telling him this. He's been ignored by the corporate media here in the West, but the corporate media is now beginning to echo Hirsch, which is interesting because, as I said, his reporting on Ukraine, especially his report that it was divers from the U.S. Navy diving and salvage uh, center in, in Panama City, Florida, who were used to blow up the Nord Stream pipelines. That, that has basically been ignored, completely ghosted here on this side of the Atlantic. Anyway, The Economist, major publication out of the U.K., admits that Ukraine has liberated less than one quarter of one percent one quarter, that's 0.25% of the territory that Russia captured last June, meaning that Russia's hanging on to 99 and three quarters percent of what it captured. And this is the disturbing part, however, of the, uh, the Economist article. Rather than suggesting that we should stop wasting Ukrainian lives and find some way to end the war, the Economist argues that we should prepare for a never-ending proxy war against Russia in Eastern Europe using Ukrainian and, if necessary, Polish and Lithuanian and Estonian lives as human shields against Putin and Russia. Our uh, senator here in Missouri, Josh Hawley, told reporters after a classified briefing on the war last week, quote, if there is some path to victory in Ukraine, I didn't hear it today. I also heard that there's going to be no end to the funding requests, end quote. He said that senators in that uh, classified briefing were asked for another $24 billion in military aid for Ukraine, and that that uh, is on top of the $115 billion we've already sent, and that's not even close to what the American taxpayer is going to be asked to pay in order to keep this war going. Topic number four, invasion. I don't know what else you call the flood of immigrants across our southern border. Tucson sector border patrol agents apprehended about 11,000 migrants last week. This is according to the sector chief. Breitbart News, citing unofficial Border Patrol reports, said that approximately 40,000, 40,000 migrants have been caught so far this month. 
just this month. Tucson Sector Chief Patrol Agent John Modlin posted a report on X, formerly Twitter, indicating that uh, his agents had uh, stopped about 11,000 migrants during the past week. Again, that doesn't count those who got away. One of those migrants, a convicted rapist who was deported after a conviction in the state of Washington 10 years ago. This is an invasion. Topic number three, the war on cash. A uh, bill to block a a future U.S. central bank digital currency, or CBDC, remember that acronym, know it, it's going to be more important to you in the years ahead. A CBDC is now headed to the floor of the House of Representatives after committee approval last Wednesday. This was introduced by Representative Patrick McHenry. He's the chair of the panel. He said the bill would ensure that any U.S. central bank digital currency must be explicitly authorized by Congress and would protect Americans' privacy and our financial system from the risks a CBDC would pose. As we told you here before, if there's going to be a, and we know prophetically, according to the Bible, there will be a mark of the beast someday, and the central bank digital currency is, in my eyes, the closest thing to it that has actually been introduced to the public so far. Yes, much more so than UPC codes. Anyway, the bill was opposed by the ranking Democrat on the committee, Representative Maxine Waters of California, who said, quote, it will keep the United States behind other countries, including China, as a race forward to develop a global standard for central bank digital currencies, end quote. Good. Not to be rude, but um, I'm a little surprised that Representative Waters even knows what a digital currency is. Uh, Anyway, the future of the bill in the Senate is more doubtful, even though it passed out of committee and going to a Republican-led House of Representatives. Democrats uh, not as uh, supportive of the bill. And the Senate equivalent, the uh, Senate Banking Committee, is led by Senator Sherrod Brown of Ohio, who is on record as favoring a CBDC. But this is timely, because last week in Australia, one of its major banks, Macquarie Bank, moved that country a step closer, becoming a cashless economy by uh, announcing it would phase out cash and check services in all of its branches beginning in January of 2024. That will take place over the next year, between January and November of 24. The country's treasurer, Australia's treasurer, Jim Chalmers, announced three months ago that the country will wind down its checking system by 2030 at the latest, moving away from paper for currency transactions. Um, So even though Australia's four other major banks, uh, Commonwealth, ANZ, NAB, and Westpac, all said that they would continue to uh, accept cash in their banks, said they had no current plans to go cashless. Remember, that is current as of last Friday, and things will likely change. Topic number two, Yom Kippur. I'm remiss in not having mentioned yesterday that uh, it was Yom Kippur, the Day of Atonement for our Jewish friends, and we pray that it was a blessed day for you and your family members. Um, that ended nightfall Monday. I am uh, also remiss in not mentioning that it was the 50th anniversary of the start of the Yom Kippur War in 1973. It was a remarkable battle. I'm a little young. I was a little young to remember it at the time. Uh, not quite uh, uh, 12 years old, but uh, still, the hand of God was in it, as it was back in the Six Day War in 1967. The Israelis were caught off guard. The Egyptians stormed across the Suez Canal. Um, but because they weren't prepared to consolidate their gains, I think they were surprised at how easy they had it. Israel's front line essentially guarded by second line troops, cooks and uh, stock clerks. Um, they stopped 
I mean, they got into the Sinai, passed Israel's defenses and stopped. Likewise, in the Golan Heights, the Syrians overwhelmed defenses on the Golan and made it all the way to Tiberias on the west side of the Sea of Galilee on the first day. And they stopped because they were sure it was a trap. There's no way the Israelis were letting us get this far into their country, which allowed Israel time to regroup and recover their territory. Um, Fast forward to today in Israel, Prime Minister Netanyahu's coalition partners insisting that they will not support any Israeli concessions to the Palestinians required to normalize relations with Saudi Arabia. And they say they would quit the coalition if such concessions are made. Security Minister Itamar Ben-Gavir, on the left of your screen there, uh, head of the far-right Asma Yehudit, or Jewish Power Party, said if there will be concessions for the Palestinians, we will not remain in government. And Finance Minister Bezalel Smotrich, who's on the right, leader of religious Zionism, confirmed also he would pull out of the coalition if concessions are made. Here's the thing. Between those two parties, they hold 14 seats in the Knesset that Benjamin Netanyahu needs to hold his majority and form a government. If they pull out, snap elections, and who knows what happens there. We will keep an eye on that. Coming up, is there such a thing as too much freedom? A lot of Democrats say, yeah. I'll explain next on 5 and 10. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we want to make sure you know how you can get your copy of this incredible new book in the Before Genesis Master Collection. When you order the Before Genesis Master Collection from the skywatchtvstore.com, you'll receive the brand new book, Before Genesis, the Unauthorized History of Tohu, Bohu, and the Chaos Dragon in the Land Before Time by Dr. Thomas Horn and Donna Howell. In this phenomenal new work, you'll learn about the debate raging between the old Earth and the young Earth creationist groups, what the Earth was like during the without form and void era of Genesis 1-2, how ancient archaeological sites like Gobekli Tepe and the Doorway of the Serpent point to an intelligent race of beings on Earth alive before the time of Adam and under Lucifer's fallen influence. And for the first time ever, the conclusion to the events of Genesis that merges all contributing voices from not only the young and old creationist groups, but the scientific community as well into one balanced and agreeable climax. But that's not all. You'll also receive the amazing DVD, What Lies Beneath, The Lost Secrets of the Watchers Below Gobekli Tepe, featuring archaeologist and author Dr. Aaron Judkins and best-selling author Derek Gilbert as they reveal Gobekli Tepe's historical use as a place of watchers' worship, the evidence of a cult that venerated human skulls and reptilian creators, and the links between the god of Gobekli Tepe and the Bible. Also included in this must-have master collection are the digital, downloadable ebook versions of the Earth's earliest ages, Unearthing the Lost World of the Cloud Eaters, and the Apocrypha, including the Book of Enoch. These three masterpiece works will be available for download immediately when you place your order for the Before Genesis Master Collection and are being included in this offer absolutely free. All of these items hold a retail value of over $85. Yours now for your donation of only $35 plus shipping and handling. So don't delay. You can scan the QR code on your screen using the camera app on your phone for instant access to this special opportunity. You can also visit us at skywatchtvstore.com or call 1-844-750-4985 and ask for the Before Genesis Master Collection right now. Item number one today, our problem here, you and me, is that we believe in too much freedom. 
Just over a third of Democrat voters think Americans are too free, according to a new poll from Real Clear Politics. This was released on Friday. It found that 34% of Democratic voters believe that Americans possess too much freedom compared to just 14.6% of Republican voters. And I'd say Republican voters, what, 15%? What are you thinking? Anyway, although most U.S. voters say they believe freedom of speech protections are beneficial when you start drilling down into the data, more than half of Democratic voters, 52%, believe it's important that the government be able to censor users' content on social media, it, uh, on social media platforms it feels threatens national security, end quote. Now, you don't want you know, people giving away state secrets or anything like that. But um, when you start getting into things like, oh, let's say medical advice, <clears throat> misinformation as a, a threat to national security, th- then you've got a problem. And additionally, approximately 75% of Democratic voters believe the government should uh, censor hateful social media content. Three quarters of Democrat voters believe hateful content should be censored. The problem is that hate speech is by definition free, and the definition of hate differs depending on who is making that determination. Do you really want government bureaucrats making that call? Apparently, three quarters of Democrat voters do. Um, More evidence that, and the irony here, of course, is that they believe that they are justified in, you know, punching Nazis because Nazis believe in totalitarianism. They have become what they claim to oppose, but it's more evidence that being liberal means never having to deal with cognitive dissonance. Skywatch TV always wants to thank you for your support because we depend on you to do what we do. And our main purpose here is to finance the work at Whispering Ponies Ranch. You can find out more about that online, whisperingponiesranch.com. During the month of September, if you're in the U.S. or Canada, for your donation of any amount to Skywatch TV, we'll send you as our thanks a copy of the book by David Hefner, Real Power, True Power, excuse me, True Power, which is, of course, the power of the Holy Spirit. And um, there is no minimum. You essentially can add this book to your collection for whatever you feel led to give. If you're in the U.S. or Canada, uh, find out more at our website, skywatchtv.com. Look for the red donate button, or you can call us toll free, 844-750-4985. This week in Skywatch TV, we're talking about the old debate. Uh, that is, is the earth old or young? And was there something before Eden here on earth? We think so, but we discussed that. This is a six-week investigative series uh, featuring Don Howell, Tom Horn, yours truly, talking about chaos and the role it played in the early days of Earth. This is uh, some jaw-dropping stuff, likely to be controversial. Don't miss any of these programs. Our broadcast schedule is set at skywatchtv.com slash channels. You can find out where and when to watch over the air, but of course you can watch it over the internet right now at our website, skywatchtv.com. You can catch it on our set-top box channels. We've got uh, Skywatch TV channels for Roku and Apple TV. If you've got that, you can watch it right now. You can also catch it at the YouTube channel for the main program at Skywatch TV Now or our Rumble channel, rumble.com slash Skywatch TV. But better yet, guarantee we don't get canceled by adding the Skywatch TV app to your your, uh, smartphone or tablet. It is absolutely free, available for iOS, Android, and Amazon Kindle Fire phones and tablets. We have links to their app stores for the device that you own to make it easy for you. You'll find the link in the top menu bar. Thank you for watching as we keep watch. 
I'm Derek Gilbert, and this is 5 in 10 from Skywatch TV.